Reading an article this morning uh, in the Globe and Mail saying that Canada's refugee system is choking. That was the title. We've got new data in showing that the uh, claims that are are being made are not being heard for at least 19 months. And that is uh, directly linked to the migrant crisis that liberals have refused to fix or even admit is a problem. And uh, officials have warned that they've only processed 15% of the 27,000 claims made over the last few months. And we already know tens of thousands of these asylum seekers are using loopholes to get into the country. And under our laws, regardless of how they get in and break the rules, they're still entitled to a hearing, but it takes 19 months. And that means thousands and thousands are coming here draining resources who shouldn't be, but we're not processing the claims. And out of all these tens of thousands of people getting through these loopholes, only 157 have been kicked out. That's how slow the system is. We got a problem. Let's bring in someone who knows the problem and just went to see the problem for himself. Giddy Mammon is an immigration lawyer over at MigrationLaw.com. You can catch him there. He joins me now. So, Giddy, uh, no surprise, I think, here. We just have confirmation of what has been a very well-known secret, uh, that Canada's refugee system is simply choking. Can you kind of put it into perspective as to what, what we are hearing about in this new report? Well, the first thing is we know that it's getting uh, a lot slower, but it's getting a lot slower faster. So, for example, in 2016, the system was already very slow. It was supposed to be taking six months, but it was actually taking 14 months. Uh, A year later, it's taking 16 months, and now it's taking 19 months. Uh, the refugee claims are up. The you know the uh, the amount of time that the board needs to turn these things around is also up. And um, really, uh, we have a lot down the road that we still have to deal with, which is when the um, uh, the American temporary protected status categories start closing down, and people are going to be told that they have to go home. And then the pressure on our border will really increase dramatically. Okay. So what are we going to do about it? I mean, we know that the immigration minister in a secret leaked document admitted the system's buckling. We know that people are still flooding in, that municipalities are being crushed by services being overburdened. And now we've got this report. And so what are they going to do? Well, um, you know, I was down at uh, Roxham Road uh, several weeks ago uh, to see things for myself. Um, the fact is that, you know, um, very similar to what we're seeing on TV, they're, they're coming by taxi, uh, you know, every few minutes. Another one or two or three people are being let out. They're crossing the border, un, you know, unchallenged. And as long as this continues, you know, a friend will tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends. And it'll just get busier and busier and busier at the, at the, end, of the, at the end of Roxham Road. Um, you know, the government has to do something. It's, it's obvious that if somebody's crossing uh, your property line, you, 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 you fence it. Uh, but that's not what we're doing. Uh, you know, our, our prime minister feels that that would look uh, too, um, uh, too mean-spirited, too Trumpian, too American. So uh, we're not doing that. Too law-abiding? Well, uh, I mean, honestly, all we're asking is that people follow the laws, you know, because really, and and you would probably hear it, um, you know, your clients are the ones who are being pushed to the back of the line, and they already went through the line the proper way. Right. So uh, when I was uh, at Roxham Road, uh, I was there for about, uh, let's say, about 45, 50 minutes, and I saw four separate entries. 
of uh, about seven individuals. Uh, each and every one was told in French uh, and or in English that what they were about to do by crossing the ditch was illegal, uh, illegal in, in French. There's no question that the people who are coming to the end of Roxham Road know that what they're doing is illegal. Um, the government doesn't like to use that, that language. They use the language of irregular, uh, but the, uh, the RCMP and the CBSA who are manning that um, uh, that point in our border are very clear to them that this is illegal what they're doing. But they know that they can game the system. I mean, did you get any sense when you were there? I mean, uh, that they get that they can just go through these loopholes? Do they know that they're getting away with this? It's it's very simple. They know exactly what's going to happen because their friends told them exactly what to do, where to go, what to say, what to expect, and what will happen next. Um, and uh, what happens is when they get across, they just go into a little uh, uh, a little building that's been erected there on a leased land uh, that the CBSA has leased uh, to accommodate this, uh, this this population. And every once in a while, a a, um, a a truck comes by, a rental truck that has been sort of uh, converted into a police vehicle, and they come and they pick up as many people as they can who are waiting at the border to be transported. It's a very well-oiled machine now, uh, and it has a tremendous sense of uh, permanence, and uh, it looks like a pretty good industry. It's a growing industry at that uh, at the end of Roxham Road. That's, that was my take. Uh, what, what's going to happen is something has to happen uh, in Ottawa. There has to be a mindset uh, change, or uh, the situation is just going to continue to explode. Yeah, because we're not talking, you know, Yazidi women, you know, fleeing for the life. We're not talking children. I mean, the people coming in are Nigerians. Uh, you know, a lot of these people are not coming from countries um, that are in dire straits. Well, Alex, uh, actually, you're touching on a very, very interesting point. As I was sort of massaging the numbers uh, that have just come out um, in the last couple of days, what I found most interesting was that the acceptance rate of the border crossers uh, is about 40, 45%, um, about 47% nationwide, which is very, very much in keeping with the traditional acceptance rate of the Immigration Refugee Board. So that would suggest that the quality of refugees that are coming across the border is as good as the quality of refugees that we get from, you know, at our airports and our uh, lawful ports of entry. Uh, However, I would uh, temper that by saying that the board has always been fairly consistent, whether there are many conflicts around the world or very few conflicts around the world, somehow the board manages to find about 45% of all the people that come in front of them as convention refugees. Even when you have these sort of cataclysmic type of uh, conflicts like Syria, Mm. uh, you would expect our acceptance rate to go much higher. Uh, The level remains fairly solid, regardless of what's happening around the world. And and that's interesting because one would have thought that people who've been in the United States for a lengthy period of time and who have not made refugee claims in the United States, they would have a much lower chance of acceptance as a refugee in Canada. But so far, the numbers that I've seen uh, are not uh, are not bearing that out. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, it's definitely interesting times. Oof, yeah. Uh, Giddy, thank you. My pleasure.
That is Giddy Mam, an uh, immigration lawyer. So if you need one, migrationlaw.com. He knows about this kind of stuff, and now he's seen it firsthand. But this is that issue will become a big election campaign issue, should become a big election campaign issue, because it's putting stress on everything. You know, and in the last segment, we're talking about vets, that they can't get money that they are owed for treatment for serving our country. And yet we are going through untold hundreds of millions to pay for people who shouldn't be here using our services, not to mention you can't even get them out because the process is so flawed and crumbling. Can you imagine what it'll be like in a year? A year from now, if it just continues at this pace. Talk about scary. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.